art plays a major role in our lives. It has fought against oppression, toppled governments, addressed very important issues, and has also entertained us. The Ghanaian art scene, which was very still and mute, is now getting vibrant. There are now art exhibitions, festivals, installations, competitions, and many art events going on around the country. Artists here in Ghana are aware of the power that they have, and they are gradually finding their voice. One of such artists is Bright Akwe, who has steadily rose into the limelight, and whose works are very popular, especially on social media. We caught up with him whilst he was working in his studio to have a conversation. And before our talk, we got a little inquisitive. We wanted to find out what he was working on. Okay, so um, what you can see here is the most recent addition to my Validate Me series, which talks about Africans doing the most to seek validation from um, Western or hostile uh, systems and machines. Um, a lot of a lot of the work that I do, um, the inspiration is sourced from current events. So I, I I just went online to read, and then I came across this very very interesting publication about um, our very own Nanabana Namwa and a very very prominent foreign um, personality in Ghana. I wouldn't like to speak too much about it. Let me give you a little suspense, but this goes into my validate me series. And so you can expect to see it very, 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 very soon. Yeah, Bright, we've been following your work on social media and all that. And I want to know when this journey actually started. Okay. Um, my work in satirical illustration, um, I'll say started seriously about a year ago. But I had... Um, experimented with the medium as far back as in 2006. I think that was when I, I did my first um, caricature illustrations. Though it wasn't as serious as what, what I'm doing now. Bright is an artist who now puts emphasis on his satirical illustrations. He depicts mostly musicians and world leaders in his works. In the past, only a few parents would encourage their kids to do art. Even the basic schools in Ghana do not give art enough attention in the syllabus. Did Bright get support from his parents? Uh, yes. Uh, back in primary school, when I used to draw from books and from movie posters... It was more like a, a thing I did for fun, and so there was support for it. However, when I got to the senior high school level uh, in Accra Academy, and I decided to pursue a course in visual arts, I got a little um, pressure from my father, who thought I'd, I'd be better off um, studying a course like general arts or business. Uh, but it took it took the intervention of um, the then headmistress, the late Mrs. Loko, to convince my father, who also happened to be a staff member at the time, to allow me to explore my my talent and study visual arts. So I got into a little disagreement with my father, and for weeks on ending, he would call me and discuss um, the chance of changing the course anytime I wanted in his bid to um, convince me to switch. But I think the headmistress coming in was 
was the turning point and it's it's an incident that he refers to today now that he seems to he now that he is convinced about it he always talks about it and and think talks about what uh, mistake he would have made had he forced me to to do what he wanted yeah um you are well known for your satirical illustrations i want to know is that all you do um i am an academically trained and somewhat accomplished painter and so that painting actually is my first love and so if you if you look at some of my illustrations and the way i render the technique resembles um academic paintings and so um painting is my first love and even though i am exhibiting more of my illustration works now i have several traditional painting projects that i'm working on and at the right time I'm going to share it with the uh, the public. He was a visual art student in Accra Academy High School and also did painting and sculpture at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology, but was convinced in high school that he was going to be an artist because then he was making some good money from his work. The moment I I was convinced that this is what I was going to do, I think it would be back in SHS when i started making some custom clothing and i was making some very uh, very good money from it and so i thought i thought f- um just for the um ability to satisfy some needs it was something i was going to take up seriously even if i ended up um doing a 9 to 5 job or an office job later and this was as far back as in SSS or senior high school so art plays a major role in politics um social issues and all those other topics how do you use your work to talk about you know issues going on around us yes art has always played a very 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 huge role in um political circles and if you look at some of the most iconic leaders um of the past both here in Ghana or Africa and the world over they have found the ways to use art to achieve some of the the results that they want uh it's it's rather unfortunate that not a lot of the creative um people in Ghana are aware or even if they are are ready to um harness the full potential of their art in a political way so um the full effects of of that field is not really felt but personally with what i do Um, which is asking questions um about uh, uh the cultural production scene and then about identity politics i think some of these questions um tend to stretch the answers that we have been provided with and it causes people to it causes people to think about new possibilities 
Bright is a shy-looking young man, soft-spoken, and doesn't talk much. However, his powerful illustration speaks volumes, and he shares one with us, which I'm going to describe next. Amazing illustration, and he calls this FOKN with Ghana. In the photo is the Ghana map, and two artists, one called One Love and the other Mensa, they are the bad guys. One Love is trying to fill the bum of of the Ghana map, and Mensa is also trying to fill her breast. Also in the picture are three artists who are trying to fight these two bad guys. One is Black Rasta. In the middle is D Black, who is in the boxing gloves. Black Rasta is holding a bat. And Manifest is just there, you know, I, I don't know whether he's shocked, he's hooting at them. And also there is a dead goat. On the left of the illustration is our first president, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, who seems to be happy at what these two bad guys are doing to Ghana. Yeah, Kwame Nkrumah is actually clapping. Yeah, Bright, how did you come by this idea? Oh, what were you trying to put across with this illustration? Okay, so um, one thing, one feature I like to put in all my work is the use of layered meanings, which I, uh, we call double entendres or triple entendres. So each of my pictures could mean a lot of things. Um, initially, when I started this particular painting, the map there was a woman, a heavily bodied woman. But um, I, I discussed this with a friend uh, called Achana. And like I do with a lot of my works, I discuss the ideas with people even as I make them because the interaction with people help, help me to shape the work better and also form some of the discussions around it. So he, he thought putting a woman there could give, give us some backlash because and there are some people who, who think this is uh, um, promoting uh, sexual violence against women. So... Um, we decided to replace the woman with the Ghana map and have these two FOKM boys perform su such acts on her. Um, what, what they are doing, in my opinion, is the right thing based on the fact that the character of the first president is applauding what they are doing. Because if anyone should get mad at what is going on, it should be him. Because no one, I don't think anyone has express true love for Ghana as he has. However, he's applauding, which means they are doing something right. And the other characters in the painting um, all play important roles in the story of the FOKM boys. So that is why they are represented there. Um, the character of the goat I think this is the first time it appeared in my work because it appears in a lot of other works too. And it means a lot of things to me. Sometimes it is a scapegoat, the proverbial scapegoat, or uh, since our first gentleman diagnosed the dead goat syndrome, and also because I think the leadership is only a reflection of the total population, I think this dead goat um character represents all Ghanaians because to be honest at a point in everyone's life we have all turned a deaf ear to critical issues that need to be paid attention to.
in other countries, outspoken artists like you are always in the grips of the law. They are beaten, they are arrested, some are even killed. And we know Ghana is a democratic country, you know, freedom of speech works here. But don't you, you know, feel scared when you are, you know, doing, for example, political illustrations? Um, it's a major concern for me and for a lot of people who experience my work. However, I think free speech, which is um, one of the key um, foundations of the democracy Ghana is well known for, permits us to speak like this. And then also, as a citizen of a democratic country, I think it's your responsibility to critique your state because, um, and I'll borrow the words of Kofi Wayo here, when you don't do that, you become a traitor. Your opinion shouldn't only be expressed once every four years when you go and queue up at the polls to vote. I think it's your responsibility as a citizen to contribute um, critically to the improvement of your condition. So it's not... What I do here is not insult or anything. It's it's a very, very academic work that I do. And as educated as our leaders are, I think I know they understand some of these things. And so I am not I have not um had any incident with anyone like that. Okay, another of bright illustration is very, very beautiful. Um I see heaven and it looks like Muammar Gaddafi is sitting on a golden throne with tears in his eyes and looking away, you know, very, very stern look. And by his side, on his knees, is Barack Obama, who has a bloodied, you know, hands and also crying. And, and it looks like Barack Obama is pleading for something. Bright, can you, you know, explain this illustration? Okay, so um, it's been a year since Africa lost one of its very, very powerful and visionary leaders in Gaddafi. And um, um, also recently, the US President Barack Obama was interviewed about his um, years of service because he's soon to hand over power to whoever comes in after him. And in this interview, when he was asked about his lowest point in office, he said it was in um, the handling of the incident, which incidents which led to the overthrow and um, killing of the Lib former Libyan head of state. Um, and so I thought it was such a historic moment that it deserved to be. Um, immortalized and so I, I i chose i decided to create this particular painting for it um everyone who knows gaddafi knows the connection with gold he has some golden pistols so i decided to put him in heaven where all all good people are supposed to go in his all white iconic um robes with um his ring in in a golden um, throne and Kneeling by him is the U.S. president who has bloodied hands because also um, several stories around um, 
several powerful political U.S. people show a certain interest or involvement in the incident that led to his overthrow. And so Obama, uh, in the interview, said that the handling of the issues around Gaddafi was his lowest point in his eight years of very, very iconic service. And then also before Gaddafi died, in his very last speech, he spoke dearly about Barack Obama, who he um, referred to as his African son. I think people in Africa were were happier than everybody else in the world when um, Barack Obama became the first black president of, of America. However, Africa seemed to draw the short stick once again. And so this painting talks about that and, and depicts this that moment where Obama says he's sorry. And um, like I said before, SATA allows us to, to talk about these things. And I'm just immortalizing um, the moment. There are people who don't take satire lightly. And like I said earlier in our conversation, lives have been lost because of this art form. An example is on the 7th of January 2015 in Paris, France. Two brothers entered the offices of the French satirical weekly newspaper, Charlie Hebdo, killed 11 people and injured 11 others. The newspaper, known for controversial depictions of the Prophet Muhammad and also made jokes about Islamic leaders and Islam in general, received backlash from Muslims the world over before this attack. What does Bright think about this incident and did this shake or deter him in any way? Okay, so um, Charlie Hebdo uh, happened when I had just begun some of my work. And it was a very, very sad story. I think the whole world reacted, and so I won't even speak about that right now. Um, however, um, I think the the culture of caricaturing or satire in, in serious artwork has a very strong French background. Um, a lot of my work, when I share on social media, I always hashtag the word guai. Guai is, is a certain attitude um, where you are able to, to speak very, very dangerous things or hitherto very dangerous things with, with art. Um, it's, it's very bad that such a thing happened in France because France, according to the histories, the popular histories, France is also one of the uh, well-known countries that push freedom of speech and I had a, a talk at Alliance Francais recently I called Charlie Hebdo which was my own take on the Europeanized Charlie Hebdo and so um, I've spoken about these things before I think it's very very sad however it shouldn't deter artists from making critical commentary on on issues with their work so what are some of the challenges that you face in your work doom so because a lot of these these works were done digitally on a laptop. And so Doomso meant no production. And it was very, very bad for me. Um, that aside, um, some of the rather unfortunate um, in, uh, incidents with uh, people on social media who thought I was just looking for controversy and, and weren't ready to, to try and understand the more subtle critical um, implications of my work and so some some uh, some spaces tend to uh, not want to associate with my work but i think with time they will, they will get it and and they will come around
Yeah, um, Bright, you just won the Quenya Prize for Contemporary Ghanaian Art and you took home a whooping 20,000 Ghana CDs, which is around 5,500 US dollars. How did you feel when your name was called? And did you ever think that you were going to win? No, I did not think I was even going to make the shortlist. Um, um, then again, when I, when I started this project, it wasn't to win awards. My my primary goal was to engage with Ghanaians and have them talking about um, the seriousness of a lot of issues I felt were being trivialized. That was my primary goal, and even now, it says even after the award, it still remains my primary goal. And so I wasn't expecting this. I entered a little reluctantly because the first year I didn't make the shortlist. But I thought, hey, it doesn't hurt. Let me just try. And so when I made the shortlist, I was very, very happy. I felt I felt like um, it would be a sign for a lot of the naysayers I had to um, maybe uh, consider my work again and and show it the credit it deserves. And then um, making it all the way to, to winning, um, I said already on social media, is the biggest highlight or the greatest achievement of my artistic career. Having to meet the El Anatri himself is, is the greatest or the... I can't explain it. I just can't explain. And, and I, I messed up my acceptance speech. I was just happy Jay Foley was not around because all I could say was thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, um, it, ha- it has been a great source of motivation and encouragement. And so I am, I am working even harder. So yeah, that's what I can say about it. So what's next for you? What should your fans expect from you? Um, can you give us a little bit of info on that? Okay, um, with a lot of the work that I have done already, um, I started using social media to, to exhibit because um, I was more interested in engaging the audience than dealing in art business or gallery business. And so I always um, shared my work for free on social media. However, um, to, to further achieve that goal, I am looking at extending the experience of the work from the internet space, which is not very, very accessible to everybody. So we are looking at um, finding ways to to even reach a wider audience with what we've done. Um, and then I have already announced um, new work. I'm building um, three different series simultaneously. Um, one I call Validate Me. One, uh, the other one, Very Graphic and the other one very very graphic so very graphic and very very graphic um, is going to contain a lot of the work that have have scared even me a lot of the topics that even myself i have been afraid to talk about in the past are going to go into very graphic and very very graphic and then validates me which is almost complete and i'm looking to sharing it at chalewate this year uh, talks about African creative creatives doing the most to get 
uh, validation from systems that were set up to do the exact opposite. And so I think for anybody who is a avid follower of my work, you can look forward to this. I have already started sharing snippets of, of these work, especially validates me on my social media pages at Bright Aqua. And so um, I've already started generating conversations about them. And so it's something you can look forward to. Like his name, the future looks bright and nothing will stop him from creating. He says 2016 looks very promising and we should expect a couple of exhibitions from him. Art is a secondary choice for students who don't make it into the science and math class. The government of Ghana should put emphasis on the arts, just like they do to all the other subjects in schools. And with amazing artists like Bright, we know that minds will be changed. And we also know that his works will be of impact. Photos of some of Bright's works and photos that we took during this interview will be shared on our Instagram and Twitter. Follow us, Department of Sound, D-E-P-T-O-F. S-O-U-N-D. And for you out there, we thank you for listening to the Department of Sound.